just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 98 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 10, Running to Stand Still. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks on the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs, and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 10, Running to Stand Still. That doesn't really make sense. Dom, we are here how are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. I'm excited to discuss this episode. We're getting closer to 100. Two away. It's so, so good. Close. <laughs> so close. How are so you? So close. I'm good, thank you, my friend. But like there is a phantom in the rafters, watching from above, there's a legend in our midst, Dom. I'm talking I'm talking about motherfucking Whitney Whitney with the Phantom of the Opera t-shirt on how you doing what's happening I'm good how are you I'm very well Dom how are you we're all good I'm speaking for both of us we're we're great you got a friend you have a furry friend yes (laughs) got my dog with me what's the dog's name the dog's name is Sammy hi Sammy Hi, Sammy. Sammy, say hi. <laughs> He's like, what is happening? I have no idea. You're on, a, <laughs> you're on a world famous podcast, Sammy. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Expect endorsement, <laughs> endorsement deals to come through the mail. <laughs> Whitney, this is, uh, we're in season five. We're in the midst. This episode, we've, we've got some craziness happening. We're into early 20s shenanigans. What do you reckon about this one? Like, you, Were you excited to be covering this episode? I like this episode. I mean, obviously, I don't know if we're going into anything right now, but obviously it's not a great episode for the married people. But, you know, I think he kind of set himself up for that one. <laughs> Nathan. In the prior episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could label this episode as hussies and showers if you want. You know, there's a lot of trauma mm-hmm. and water in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but before we go there, before we go there, I know that Dom has some questions. I do. I have my three questions. And as we know, my answers to the questions are related to the episode. Um, but yours don't have to be. So... Here we go. So I'll say the question, I'll give my answer, and then I'll ask you guys. We'll go Simon first, and then Whitney gives you a little bit extra time to think if you haven't got some answers already. Some people come prepared for this. Some definitely do not. Uh, So if you had to start a band with any of the main characters, who would it be? Maximum two. I put Nathan and Dan. Dangerous Dan was back in this episode. It was glorious to see him with his, you know, 
handlebar moustache, looking yeah. sexy. Gotta say yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nathan and Dan will be my choice. What would your band name be? And I put getting out early, getting out of prison, getting out of shoddy marriages, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if Peyton was to be your manager and organise your rider, what one thing would you demand at each gig? And I just put a boatload of class A's. So that's what I'm going for. So they're my choices. Uh, they're all related to the episode in some way. I'll let you uh, decide how. <laughs> and let's go with Simon. So Simon, you're starting a band. You have a maximum of two characters that we've had mm-hmm. from now till you know the beginning of... Uh, One Tree Hill, who are you picking? Who's going to join you? Nanny Carrie. Nice, excellent. And your band name would be? Would be, hey, there's a whore in my shower. <laughs> Boxes labelled whore. And <laughs> if you were going to pick one thing that Peyton's going to provide you on the rider, what's that going to be? Can it be a couple things? <sighs> you normally say it can be whatever we want, isn't it? It's, one it's only thing. one. It's only one. It's only yeah. ever been one thing. But I, I will allow you no, because it's no, Nanny no, no. Carrie, and there'll probably be sharp objects involved. I'll allow you <laughs> to have more than one thing. Well, no, I'll choose just one thing, but I'll just say what my other ones were going to be, and then I'll choose the one. I was going to say I'd like some conditioner, some shampoo. I'd like a loofah. Nice. No loofah. Yeah. yeah. Familiar yeah. with a loofah? Bit of scrubbing. <laughs> yeah, because you got to scrub the dirt off. Get those pores get... clean. Yeah. Get those pores clean. <laughs> oh, the silent laugh. So I'm, g- <laughs> I'm going to choose the loofah. Or you going for the loofah? I'm just going to hope that there's already shampoo and shower gel and stuff complimentary in the shower. Yeah. Backstage. What if you get that as a combination, just in one bottle? What, a loofah? Okay, sure. Yeah. Not the loofah, the, the shower the gel. Shampoo, mm, conditioner, all in one. I don't it's think you can get a conditioner in there. No, you no, can no, get we're some Redox. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you can. Okay. I mix the bottles. <laughs> I'm not going to mixes question. the bottles personally. <laughs> Perfect. Great. How do you think she makes the boatload of Class A's? Okay, Whitney, your turn. If you're starting a band, two characters max, who's it going to be? Haley. Oh, Haley, good choice. And what would your band name be? Halo. Look at that. Haley and Halo. I like it. And if you could have one thing on your rider for each gig, what would it be? Those purple flowers. Look at that. The one that gives her at that show. I think we have a Haley fan on the episode tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I love her singing. I love her voice. I just I just want to start off this episode by very, 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 very briefly talking about the last episode because Whitney was meant to join us for the last episode, but it's joined us for this one. There was a lot of scheduling issues that uh, I had, Simon had, that meant that Whitney, unfortunately, couldn't join. However, you're here. So Whitney, if you want to say anything about the last episode, please feel free. Obviously, your girl Haley was locked in a library for a while with I'm hungry that wasn't really I'm hungry but was um, so feel free to get in whatever you want to say about the last episode now get off your chest well I think my favorite part about the last episode was when Tim barged in with his pizza box and the doors open and all of them are running towards the door and he's like and they're like we're stuck in here you idiot like he didn't know that they were stuck in there it's like don't close the door 
And then he comes in and he says, oh, I missed all of you guys. He wanted... <laughs> and the funny part was, is he knew how to open the door to begin with. But he missed hanging out with all the girls. And, you know, that was my favorite part when he comes in and he's like, here's your pizza. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. It was a great moment. Great to see Tim back. I think him fading out means he won't be in it again, but I would love to see him again as well. I think Brett Claywell mm-hmm. does a fantastic job of playing our buffoonish friend, Tim. I actually just listened to the episode with him on uh, Drama Queens. Ooh. How was it? It was good. Nice. Well, the can I ask, in the last episode, there was a little talk about mushroom and sausage on pizza. How do you feel? Mm -hmm. Would you would you have mushroom and sausage on pizza, or that's a no go for you? No, I would have mushroom and sausage on pizza together. Together is good. Barbecue base. (laughs) Not barbecue base. Would you definitely marinara sauce? (laughs) Do they do barbecue base in America? Must do. Um. You could have it if you wanted to. You'd have to request it, though. Okay, it's not like a, hey, because we have some pizza combinations here where it's just, it's a barbecue base. Dom, I'm sure you know the names. Um, The the Meteor from Domino's is a barbecue-based pizza. Standard. Mm. It will just come, you don't need to request nothing. That's coming with a barbecue base. <laughs> barbecue base. <laughs> and we have all those create-your-own-pizza places here, so you could basically put whatever they have on it i think barbecue sauce might be one of the options well i challenge you to next time give that a go even if you did half and half and half the pizza was barbecue based okay can i give you you the simon special half barbecue base yeah sorry you didn't confirm would you would you like to hear yes okay either way even if you said no it was going to happen so the (laughs) channel's making it happen there's half barbecue base say it one time dom Half barbecue base. <laughs> the other half, tomato sauce. Say it, Dom. Tomato sauce. Right. And <laughs> but you put pineapple all over, and that's it. Interesting. Maybe some no, chili flakes. You like you chilies, don't you? Yeah, don't you? You make it a bit spicy. So it has some, the impact. Sometimes I have um, a dodgy next morning, and I'll face <laughs> try and FaceTime Dom while he's in a meeting. Oh wow. God! <laughs> Tried many times. Never answer. Hate FaceTime. FaceTime's okay. Will you? Will you try it? You and Harrison split a pizza. Yeah, I'll try it. Sold. That might be a pregnancy craving, maybe. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Better than I think. <laughs> You're, so you're telling us you think it will be bad? No, I'm not saying it'll be bad. I'm saying, like, normally that's not something I would have chosen. Oh, you you go in the Dom route. But maybe the baby will like it, so. <laughs> You've got a perfect excuse. Blame the baby. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about, well, please report back when you know with pictures in the I Discord. Um, but let's mm-hmm. talk about this episode where do you want to start Whitney who you want to talk about Nathan Ooh, straight in the deep end literally <laughs> <laughs> I mean 
I mean, we could say that it's not really his fault, right? When he gets caught in there, he's trying to chuck Carrie out. But you could also say that his actions from previous episodes led him to having her naked in the shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you say, Whitney? Is it his fault? Well, I think he first he mistaken her thinking it was Haley. So I could see that. <laughs> I could but see him turning realized, around, seeing his nanny Carrie putting his hands yeah, over his yeah. eyes and going, "Yay, Haley! Nice <laughs> to see you in here." <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was you. <laughs> I fell. <laughs> I had suds in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> just keep squirting it in his eyes yeah. <laughs> just like head and shoulder no more tears is bullshit always made your eyes hurt just spraying that stuff all over his face so he can't see i didn't know Haley. please order a pizza half barbecue base <laughs> <laughs> she's going i love you nathan it's carrie it's Haley. it's carrie it's Haley. i love you too Haley. <laughs> I can't see. No more nails. No more nails. No more tears. Making me cry. didn't know you loved biting your lips so much, but it's fine. (laughs) Sorry, Whitney. Yeah, continue. He was trying so hard to get her out of the shower before Haley came in and saw them. And he was like, it's not what it looks like. I was like, I mean, what did did she think she thought it looked like? (sighs) I've, yeah. I've got a very quick point bad, to, make, sure. to make about this. So it does look bad. It's not ideal. It's not good. Nathan's actions up until now have been pretty poor. Hasn't really admitted mm-hmm. it. You know, even in this episode, I think even halfway through to near the end of the episode, he could have said, look, some things have happened, but it's been led by her. I saw her swimming naked in the swimming pool. I told her the next day that's not acceptable not to do that. And if she, you know, she's going to get, you know, caught by you, you should be dead now. But I, I thought I'd handled it. I thought I'd dealt with it. I guess I hadn't because then for whatever reason, she tried to kiss me. She's a bit of a psycho and a bit crazy. And that happened and I pushed her away and blah, blah, blah. It's all explainable stuff, but it doesn't get explained well enough or properly. Obviously, Haley's in this mode of not wanting to hear it because she's seen them in the shower together or, or like that scenario. But Nathan, not this doesn't excuse it, but Nathan's on the phone to Haley literally like 10 to 20 minutes before this all happens and says, I'm going to have a shower. Doesn't mention that he's going to take the nanny with him, but he does say I'll be in the shower, you know, when you get back. So I think the initial shock, yes, panic, freak out, scream, kick him out, but then kind of understand that I'd phoned you, I told you I was going to be in the shower. I wouldn't tell you I was going to be in the shower if I was going to be in there with someone else. So, you know, surely he would have had a better lie or something more to say on that matter. Not again, not defending it. I just think, you know, there has to be a a, a certain level of reasoning and it's quite difficult to reason with Haley when she's in that mood. There's so much, you know, um, getting thrown at him, I guess, because, you know, he's done some stupid things and he's not admitted to stu- to, to doing these stupid things. Um, but I, I also kind of feel like he's right. It's really difficult to get a point through to Haley when she's already made her mind up. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. And I also think, well, let me ask, let me ask you guys. So Whitney, how much of a bearing does it have the fact that Nanny Kerry is easy on the eye you know she's a beautiful woman if this was like shrek in a dress 
would Haley be reacting the same way? Well, I think she was reacting that way because she saw her husband with someone else in the shower. So I, I mean, being married, I would have reacted anyway, you know, the same way. Right. Depending but, on if she was an, a pretty person or an ugly person. And I'm not saying that that means any which way, but I think we've already seen that Haley felt threatened by her before any of this happened with, um, you know, Nanny Kerry was, uh, well, the bikini thing, but that's fair enough. But also when, um, you know, she had had everything organized and this, that and the other I mean, Don, what what do you what do you think? Do you think it has any bearing or doesn't make doesn't make a difference? I think there's a there's a touch of jealousy, isn't there? There's the fact that she's obviously close with Jamie is one element. Um and um Haley hasn't been as present because she's got stuff going on, she's busy teaching, uh record producing, whatever. Avoiding um, her family. Avoiding her family at uh, all costs as much as possible, yeah. Uh, and that's feels like she's done the ultimate thing now by you know splitting that up but um it, she's probably it's, hoping nathan will take custody yeah <laughs> it's over and you can take him as well <laughs> she actually told nanny kerry to go in the shower quick <laughs> i've just heard on the phone he's on the sh- is he going in the shower go now go now i'll act surprised we'll act surprised get in there get in there i mean he's still got the scar in his front but he hasn't got one in the back where you know he got a massive shard of glass in the spine Oh yeah. <laughs> um so I? I can't remember what the original question was. It was about She's 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 ha- very, she very beautiful like woman. Yes. Yeah, would, okay. would she be reacting the same way? <laughs> probably uh, she w- still a prob- certain level of shock. What I'm trying to say is yes, she would, but I almost feel like she would believe Nathan more. Um, yeah. I feel like because she's really good looking and because Haley feels a bit uh, intimidated, let's say, um, from a shallow standpoint, but we all feel these things, that she uh, she feels like it's more believable, I think. Like, well, of course, he's going to be, you know, trying to get off with the nanny, look at her, you know, kind of thing, where um, she's so much more beautiful than me, blah, 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 which, of course, she's not. They're all very beautiful women everybody is beautiful inside and out i think we learned that from the phantom of the opera didn't we whitney yes we did yes yes we did there you go life lessons from the, life lessons are the best from the phantom <laughs> you know meatloaf played that uh, did something in a music video being like phantom of the opera isn't that anything i'd do anything for love he's got like half the mask on Dom knows. Whitney, you love Meatloaf. Is that true? Meatloaf is, is a good band. You're talking about the band, right? We'll, yes. we'll allow it. I'll do anything for love. Bow of hell. Kiss is terrible, terrible thing to waste. Life is a lemon. I want yeah, my money I'm, back. Objects in the rearview mirror Paradise. may appear closer than they appear. Paradise by the dashboard light. Hey, uh... <laughs> it's a great song. Let's go. Dom, name one. Please. Did you did you say bat out of hell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh I think I'm I think I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> of this podcast, correct. Yeah. That's <laughs> just just you and Whitney then. Whitney forever. Works works <laughs> for me. We'll talk about about 
meatloaf each week and it'll be perfect <laughs> well okay so you took the words right out of my mouth hey there's one that'll do perfect so okay what else is nathan really about well and at the end that their argument at the end was really good like not good it's not nice to see but i thought it was well acted and i felt like it had some realism to it like you know we've all been in them heated arguments you know one time or another and uh they lose sight focus concentration of jamie and uh he falls into the pool scary moment Mm -hmm. and uh and you know traumatic for him anyway to be seeing his parents argue etc jump in they get him out he coughs up some water he's okay he's breathing but Haley wants a divorce Whitney, is this uh, is this warranted? You know, the, her son just almost drowned and she caught him in the shower with a nanny. With the nanny. Her nanny. I think it's warranted. I think she's angry, though. And not thinking clearly, but I also see where she's coming from. Okay. And Dom? Because if they weren't arguing, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so Right, and here's the root of the argument, you could say. Well, Dom, do you do you think that um, this is it? They're going to be um, a rip in the tide of men, or whatever the opening line is of the pilot. An affairs in the tide of men. What is it? Caesar, Shakespeare, oh, absolutely Shakespeare, no right? Whatever. The, but there's. Yes. <laughs> do you think that there's a tide in the affairs of men? There we go. It's Julius Caesar. There we go. So do we think that? That that's it that they're going to split up this is your in for uh, for Lucas he'll ditch Lindsay Haley ditches Nathan and now Jamie can be with his real dad there was enough comment on it on the last episode there was a hint at it you know when they were both saying how important marriage was and he called Haley his number one so it could if that happens I would love it. I think it's brilliant. Unfortunately, I still think Lucas and Peyton are destined to be together, which is just traumatic. Um, Knee-jerk reaction, potentially, but there's a lot going on and there's a lot that's happened in their past. There's so much happening. But Hayley is kind of making herself blameless in, in everything that's gone on. It's just kind of like, Nathan, so much shit has happened since we've been together and it's kind of all your fault. Um... Which we know from, is it season three, four, four, where she's basically, no, not around two, sorry. Where she doesn't you mean, mean, you, mean when she, uh, you mean she kissed Chris Keller and then went on a rock tour afterwards? Exactly, exactly that. To celebrate um, the kiss. Right, so, you know, look, I, I'm not excusing anything. I think that he's been awful um, for the last sort of few episodes and hasn't had that hasn't come forward with it and had that opportunity to to discuss it properly and make everything clear and out in the open and it's got him in literally deep water now um there's an element of like knee-jerk reaction from Haley, but i actually think that it's just a build-up from from everything the the trauma of getting 
you know, having to look after Nathan when he was um, in his downturn and, you, you know, had basically given up and, and got into this de- depressive state has had an impact uh, and has had an impact on her. And t- to finally get him out of that and feeling like they were becoming a family again and then just another massive setback. I think Haley may be in the right here as well. Uh, as well as, you know, not being totally blameless, but is also in the right to turn around and say, enough's enough, I can't do this anymore. And I think there'll be an element of communication between them. I think now that Nathan has been made the best man at Lucas's wedding and Haley is the, what you would call the maid of honour, that's going to be awkward. That's going to be a bit weird. But I do now think they will split. There'll be a divorce because Nathan has been following the path of Dan this whole time. Ooh, this whole time. Nathan has symmetry. been following that similar path. The only thing he hasn't done is obviously disappeared and got someone else pregnant. But it's like essentially, you know. <laughs> Wait, are you predicting that by like season nine or something that Nathan will shoot Lucas? That would be, I mean... Yes, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> but I think Nathan has very much been on the path of Dan this whole time. Literally everything he's done. Clever, that'd be clever writing. Yeah. But it was just sort of fortuitousness, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and a self-fulfilling prophecy, as we've discussed before. Mm. So I, I think that Nathan is... I think Dan's going to get out of prison in the next few episodes. I think, obviously, we get to the, the climax of the episode and it's like, our decision is dot, 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 and then it stops. And I think they're going to say, we're going to release you and he's going to have bail. And I think he's going to see this as his opportunity to... He'll, like, make comment and be like, hey, I went to prison for five years and in that time you've managed to lose the ability to walk. Fair enough, you got it back again. But then you got divorced and you're just like me, son. You're just like me. And he'll keep kind of pushing that. Lucas will never accept him, I think, because he, you know, killed Keith. So, and, you know, the only person that ever looked out for Lucas in his life and his childhood was Keith. You know, forget Karen. Who's Karen? Um, So, Yeah. Whitney, any comment to Dom's thoughts? I think those are some interesting predictions. Obviously, I can't answer to them because that would be a spoiler and we can't do that here. Correct. Um, (laughs) But those are some good thoughts. (laughs) So I will end with that because spoilers will come if I say any more. Are you a fan? But the next episodes are very good. I will put it there. They always do get good towards the middle. That's what we were looking at when, on the watch along. We could we could see our ratings for the last four seasons for you know or four and a half, and we always give out tens towards the middle of the season when they must be ramping for their mid-season break. So they would make sense for those to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of Dan Whitney? I like Dan. I really liked him in this episode. I thought he was great. Do you love I thought Paul his whole Johansson. speech was fantastic. I like Paul Johansson, yes. I like him. Um I don't like the fact that he killed his brother, but other than that, I mean <laughs> Do you like the fact but, that um, Dom and I consider Paul Johansson to be a personal friend? Yes. 
because you never know when he might turn up in the chat all right or in Sounds good to me. <laughs> and with that being said let me let him into the zoom paul can you hear me i'm joking sorry whitney but the <laughs> that's cruel but it could happen you never know you never know i will say he plays a great villain does it very well for sure for sure i love just listening to him talk like I could listen to, I just said this on our Drama Queens episode, I could listen to him talk about anything, about farming, if he wanted to. <laughs> and I know, Dom, this is the cue for you to do your impression talking about tractors and things. Um. Okay, so Simon, this is a tractor. It is a Lamborghini. Did you know Lamborghini originally started off making tractors before they made sports cars? I didn't know that, Paul. Thank you. You're You're very welcome. I'm here for you. Please call me Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> then call me Colonel Paul. You know better than anybody else here. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Uh, next time we have Paul on, I'm, that's going to be my my thing. I'm going to try strive to get him to call me Colonel. Yeah. Do it. I think you'll like it. <laughs> I think I'll like it. I'll make it a message tone. <laughs> Um, okay, I can do that. We can do that. We have that technology. Uh, what else? Dom, I'm losing it. Please lead. Uh, right. So, Whitney, is there anything else that you want to discuss about Nathan and the Nathan and Haley relationship? Kind of like summarize it for us. Let's like put them to bed and move on. But let's let's round them off. Separate beds. I think Nathan and Haley have been through too much, and I think a divorce. May or may not happen, but I also think that it's just another thing that they're going to go through, whether they make up or not. Uh, and poor Jamie, he's like right in the middle. Well, it's kind of his fault, isn't it? Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> it's just his fault for being there. So it's really difficult. Um, basketball found the pool. Yeah, you know, exactly. Well, what I liked Shouldn't about this episode so careless. is that we, we right? sent him away on two occasions. Now, in that day and age, he was sent away to go and play on the PlayStation. Go and play on the PlayStation for 10 minutes and then mom's going to take you to school. It would have taken him 10 minutes to fucking load anything, yeah. let alone actually yeah. play anything. So that's bullshit. And then I'll go and play outside <laughs> in, the, in the dark for a minute by a pool and we'll ignore you because we're having an argument and then I'll come and, you know, fish you out of the pool. Um yeah, it's it's all a bit much, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I'm sure he wasn't actually alone. But yes, it does look like I mean, it when you're in reality. The yes, I'm sure they they wouldn't right. let a four year old drown. But um, right. oh my show. god, where's where's Chuck with the edit? Oh, Jamie's in the pool to the bit in Free Willy where Willy comes up and sort of nudges him back over to the side of the tank, back into Haley's arms. <laughs> that's quite a um image yeah. that's so chuck that'll be so perfect please i'd love it on instagram forever it'd be the best um, um but yeah, I, I think you know jamie's obviously had a difficult episode nanny carrie ends up going to see jamie at school i don't really see how Haley wouldn't have seen her because she's just dropped jamie off right at the front door and there's just she just drive off before he's even walked in which is very strange um i'd always like to think parents will watch their kids actually go into the school if they're especially when they're age. like 
a toddler exactly. or a bit older than a toddler. Yeah, if, if the rucksack is bigger than them, you've got to watch them walk in the door. That should be a rule. Um, I'm uh, sure it is. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be written down somewhere. I'm um, sure it is. And, and Carrie, you know, approaches him and blames Haley. It almost turns Jamie against Haley, which my theory of her doing something even more psychotic, I think is getting closer to the truth. I think she's going to appear. I think Haley's a fool if she thinks that that was the only key that she had and handed that one key in. She's going to have another key to the place. She's going to come in. She's going to lick Nathan's face while that while he's asleep, even though he's not there at the moment. <laughs> and she's going to steal a child. It's just written in the stars, isn't it? You're both looking at me as if I'm mental. If you were asleep and you woke up and I was licking your face, yeah, how angry on a scale of one to ten would you be? I've got um, a number in my head that if it's lower than this number, then I will maybe do it. <laughs> I think I'd be an eight. But if you'd provided me with a barbecue-based pizza, I might forgive it. To, to what number? Three. Because I was thinking, if I can get you up less than a six, I reckon I can talk you round. Yeah. At an eight, you might try and put me in like a headlock or something. <laughs> but I get it now. I need to have a barbecue-based pizza in my right hand. I'll be gently maybe palming your face with the other so you can't get away. Lick. You yeah. wake up. Oh, what's going on? Okay, barbecue-based. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm all in. <laughs> how'd you get in don't worry about that don't worry i, I had the a, a key copy i asked you for the keys back yeah but i made copies because i'm a psycho and that's what psychos do but simon where are your clothes don't worry about that do you want pizza or not <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> sausage and mushroom pizza, just like you like when i finish the pizza get out <laughs> that's fair why okay. is it in these fantasies you're always naked <laughs> I'd like to take it up a notch. <laughs> I, I want to know where your comfortability is. I'm comfortable. That's fine. Except I'm not, though. Like, I'm not comfortable, like, naked. Like I'm not comfortable. Yeah, I'm like the opposite. <laughs> the complete opposite. But that's why it's a fantasy. In my fantasy land, I'm There a are nudist. no clothes. <laughs> For me, I'm not creeping on other people. I don't want people looking at me either. I'm just saying... I'm comfortable in my own physical skin. I'm comfortable in my mental skin. Not physical, but you're, I can't do nothing about Why well, could you press ups? Leave me alone. You're Nanny Carrie in the pool, aren't you? That is you. <laughs> <laughs> Frolic with me, Nathan. <laughs> with your armbands on. Yeah. Does she have armbands on? No. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh. Very tired. Okay. Bless What's next? Heart. What's next? Who's next? Who's next, Whitney? Um, Peyton. Peyton. With her whole John situation. The, the what situation? Sorry. The where John Knight comes back and tries to steal Mia from her. Yes. 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 What do you think? What do you think about that, Whitney? Did you like that they yeah, Scooby Dooed it? I thought that uh, Peyton was very clever where she was going to come up with a plan to uh, take him down because she's always wanted to take him down. 
and uh, Mayo was going to be on board. So I kind of like how that ended up where she like storms out in front of him. So it looks like, you know, she kind of went with John when in reality she stayed with Peyton, but kind of got what she wanted on the other hand, on the other side. Yeah. Like this big record label. It's like she just threw shit in his face, just straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> straight in that. Not, egg, not egg on your face, just, yeah, straight there. Well, yeah, I like that. Dom, did did you like that storyline? Uh, I mean, seeing John reappear was interesting, but it's just an out for removing Mia, isn't it? It's, we need to find a way of removing Mia and making this look like a successful journey for, for, for Peyton. I think it was a good sort of switch around. I could kind of see it coming when she's like, okay, you know, you're going to have to go with, with John now and this, that and the other. And she kicks up a fuss and says she doesn't want to. And Peyton decides it's in her best interest. And the whole time she's pushing, pushing back at, uh, at John because he's, you know, been a horrendous douchebag. Um, <laughs> but um, that's kind of it really isn't it i think he is a douche i hate <laughs> yeah. him what a prick their storyline um it's quite it's quite interesting like how he conveys the message of <laughs> you need a massive record label to get to get things done look all the records you got on the wall they all signed to, to huge record labels and they became global success i i can do that for mia and it's like peyton has to kind of weigh up the options yeah is that going to work for her? Is that in the best interest of my, you know, client or whatever she is, you know, of my act? And sometimes that's what you need to consider. If this is in the best interest of this person and I'm still going to benefit from this, it's still going to have my name on it somewhere. Mia's still going to have control over her songs and the rights and be able to, to sing her own stuff um, and financially gain from it, then then why not? I, I, think, it's, I think it's the right decision. I think it, it's an out to get, Michelle something? Michelle, what's her name? Blanche, Blanche, Blanche. Whatever her name is, it's it's an it's an option for them to get her out of the show, you know. Um, who's Michelle? Is that not her real name? Wait, who are you talking about? Oh, Mia. 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 Yeah, what's her real name in real life? Oh, Kate Vogel. Well, oh, Kate Vogel. I thought it was Michelle, but Kate Vogel. <laughs> 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 to get her out of the show, I think it's their chance to move her on and pick a new you know, miserable emo singer to take on. Okay. We will see. Whitney, are you a fan of Mia and her music? Michelle. Yes, I do like her. She would be my other band choice. It's a good band. There's some talent in there. Her and Haley and Halo would kill it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, what about um, our boy Lucas? Should we talk about him? Your boy Lucas. Is he just mine? Oh, no. yeah. He's always just been Luther yours. Nathan comes over to his house. Yeah. And he said, Haley kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and he had just opened the letter from the parole board saying mm-hmm. that Dan was having his parole hearing. I mean, he made the statement about saying, you know, he should never be freed, never allowed out. Um, yeah, I mean, you can understand his feeling. It also gets revealed that Nathan had had been to see him, but now Lucas knows that. I also kind of feel, well, do you know what, Lucas? I get it that you, uh, 
you know hate this man because he killed your you know uh dad basically but at the same time nathan grew up with dan so he has that relationship like i i feel like it's very difficult but he could have had a little bit more understanding what what do you think dom it's really difficult like watching nathan discuss dan at the parole hearing was like watching nathan talk to his basketball team there what there's no difference from uh, not nathan sorry lucas there's no difference from him anymore so chad michael murray seems to have just gone okay season five this is just the way i'm going to act it doesn't really seem to change and his attitude towards people is exactly the same all the way through even the way he talks to Lindsay is is barely even like happy and joyful or like any sort of light it's like even when he was proposing like oh yeah, there's Mary oh he killed, <laughs> he killed the, like the one person that's ever cared for me and ever looked looked after me oh you know you basketball team you, nobody loses at home you need to go out there and win it's just the same continuously I just think if we had something a little bit different from him in this season it might feel a little like we'd have a bit more of attachment to him are you thinking that's a a writing choice that's in the script or he's made that as an acting choice potentially both I think they'll be saying to him we need like a bit of like intensity and kind of passion and it's coming across as just like pure misery um, and, and like you know how we were discussing how he did his team talk I watched him uh, like kind of standing at the back of the room standing behind Dan and yeah it, it was you know important that he had his say um, and he was made to look a little bit stupid with like Nathan obviously going to visit him and not knowing about it uh, and not discussing it. But I just feel like the, the decisions that have been made around Lucas this season are just act really sort of sullen with everyone. You, you know, there, there's no real gear shift at, at, at any point, you know, and I'm finding him quite hard to watch when he's like... The last few episodes I've actually found quite difficult to... They, they haven't retained my attention. Like, all the episode... Like, so when I do my rewatch, all the episodes that have, have come before, focused on the episode, making notes about what's going on, you know, or, or writing some stuff down, who's my favourite background performer, that kind of thing. This episode and probably the last two or three haven't held my attention on a second watch. Are you finding yourself just dusting things that don't need to be dusted while watching just, it? Just looking around, just go, okay, I'm just going to look at my phone for a bit, you know, or, or message someone or do something, you know, because I just, yeah, just for whatever reason, there's just not always that level of engagement that there has been before, you know. So I, I think I missed I missed the grown-ups, to be honest. I'm really hoping that... They're, they're going to reappear soon there's been mention of Karen obviously Dan I think is, is going to come out I actually think he's he's going to be released I've been saying this for a long time now there's no way we could get to season 9 with him still in prison that would be crazy so there has to be some sort of stupid law that allows him to, to get out and we discussed it on the, the watch along uh, kind of like the after party bit last week so I think like a resurgence of the, the grown ups as we call them would be great and would actually help the episodes perform a lot better. Whitney, how do you feel about season five as a whole in comparison to the rest of the show? I like, I you know, my favorites are three and four, but 
season five is definitely different because of the time jump. And they don't really explain a whole lot except for that one episode with the flashback where he's in college and Lucas and Whitey are coaching the team. And, you know, they don't really go back on anybody else's character. Yeah, that's true. So you wish that they'd done more like that, like filled in the blanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think that would have helped like, you? Like, goes to fashion school or, I don't know, something nice like that. They jump right to 23 from 18, so. Would you have liked that, Dom? Like, more filling in the voids? Yeah, I mean, I've always said I wanted the college years. Um, and it, I, I think, we've said this before, I think we've said it quite a few times, if we'd started at the college years, this would make a lot more sense um but we started at high school um so it kind of feels a bit odd had if if we were to just call their high school college i think this feels a lot more you know time relevant if that makes sense um with how everything is kind of flown flowing but mm. yeah there's just there's just too much negativity in these episodes um and we need the drama drama is important um, because it, it's what keeps us hooked in and, and the Dan element and the fact that Dan is up for parole after five years for fucking murder is just bonkers but you know great okay it's an opportunity for him to come get out of prison and and I think it will happen I think he's going to you know appear he'll be free and it's going to be I think one or two things is going to happen Nathan is going to need somewhere to live Dan is going to need somewhere to live and they're back together under the same roof or Jamie needs someone to look after him. Dan isn't so scary after all because he's a reformed criminal. Um, so maybe Je- maybe Dan moves into to the big house with Haley. And looks after- if Dan gets out of prison, has he got any money? Uh, he's always going to have money. That man's never going to be poor, is he? He's got a bag full of it in a ceiling somewhere. <laughs> Okay, he shops at John Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Pick John up Lewis is, is in his calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Pick, John Lewis is a department store here in the UK. It's probably similar to like Bloomingdale's, maybe. Oh yes, Bloomingdale's. Yeah, the, I thought maybe you were talking about like an Armani or something. No, no. right. Well, no. <laughs> the, 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 does Bloomingdale's do home like furniture and stuff? Like cutlery yes. and plates and stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it'd be... On the third floor. On the third floor, there you go. So that's like the same, yeah. right, Dom? Yeah, pretty much. Exactly that. Yeah, most department stores are like that, where they have, like, the first floor is, like, makeup and shoes, and then the second floor is, like, clothes. And then the third floor, they have all the home stuff. Nice. Well, good. Well, okay, well, let's get into let's get into your judgments, Whitney, and hopefully anything that... You haven't been able to touch on, we can get that in your judgments, and then we will take that into the final battle for the ratings debate. So, in order, do you believe these questions for judgments are in order? I think so. You know so. <laughs> so, as always, <laughs> who is your favorite performer of this episode? I would say Paul Johansson. 
and Dan, we're going to go right into the next you're, question. You're not even letting me ask it. I like it straight because <laughs> you know the order. Okay, so Paul Johansson for performer and character Dan. Is his middle name Royal? No, that's Nathan's Royal. Dan. Uh-huh. Do we know Dan's middle name? Does he have a middle name? He has to have a middle name. I just don't know it. Someone please write I heard in the them comments. say Dan Scott. Unless it, it, they did say it somewhere and I missed it. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to check. I'll have to Google that. Dom, do you remember what Whitey's real name is? Brian. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like, if he doesn't know, I know. <laughs> okay, he does have a middle name. I don't know. Maybe it hasn't been revealed on the show, but I feel like it has been. Any guesses? Keith. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I would have any sort of guess. It begins with a R. Is it Royal? No. Richard? No. Robert? Yes. Alright. That was a fun game. Robert. Daniel Robert Scott. Scott. Interesting. Bob, Bobby. Yes. Calling him Bobby from now on. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> which was funny, Whitney. Bob is a palindrome, and I taught Dom what palindrome was live on his podcast. So it all ties together. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that, Dom? Yes. That light bulb moment. <laughs> <laughs> That little light bulb moment, I saw it, your eyes widened. I was like, yeah, I, you're welcome. I'm going to say I knew what a palindrome was, but you're going to deny it. So, yes, I remember you teaching me what a palindrome was. Call me oh, Colonel now. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God, right Colonel. Now. Colonel, you're the Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't lick my face when I'm asleep. I can't promise I won't. Please don't do that. I can't. What, what do you want on your side of the pizza? I'll get a half and half and... You like the meteor? I'll get it for Just you. Just get me the meteor. I want a whole one though. It doesn't have to be large, medium, cheese, stuffed, crust. Thank you. <laughs> barbecue dip on the side. Stuffed crust is the best crust. A barbecue and garlic. It is. Up two dips. Yes, mate. One dip's not enough. <laughs> got a double dip. <laughs> well, you got to go with two. Yeah. If you're going to do dip. Yeah. Should I get you a Sprite? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get a Sprite and a gallon of water. <laughs> to put by the bed. Every time, I have a, all the every time I have a Domino's, I wake up with the driest mouth yeah. and running to the bathroom. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> never learn. Never learn. It's all that grease. <laughs> grease lightning. <laughs> it is grease lightning, yeah. Okay. So, who is your favourite background performer see background performer was hard for me in this episode like the only background performers that i know were the parole board like the one that says nathan you've come to see your dad before so you that, can take them like, that's the only one i know that, that guy had too many lines but there were other people there so you could pick maybe another one okay whichever one was next to him on the nice. right i'll pick him or her nice. <laughs> oh, that guy's name was bobby too so. <laughs> <They're all laughs> cool. Bob. dom you want to get it out 
Uh, one line or less. <laughs> <laughs> and what about your favourite line? Oh, the one where uh, Owen says, what's underneath all the clothes, Brooke Davis? Mm-hmm. Maybe to really touch on that part of the episode because, you know, Rachel comes back and she's all, Ugh. you know, OD'd and... But I love that line. I'd love it if she, if, if she said the line. We say it again, please. What's underneath all the clothes, Brooke Davis? Oh my God! What have you heard? I'm having my warts removed. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> it's natural. Many people have them. Owen, jeez. I thought he did a good job in this episode too, but I thought Paul Johansson went out over him. He was my second. Yeah, he was good at pretending to be a drug addict and then beating that mm-hmm. guy it was a good moment i think don was probably blinded by his hatred <laughs> of rachel am i right <laughs> i'd have just didn't left even her. know owen was in it's there easier <laughs> to explain a dead body than you know than than the drugs right so let's just let's just explain how she died and move on and then brooke asks how did you know how to save her and he's like, I was an addict. And he's like, you were addicted. She was like, you're addicted to drugs, no alcohol. <laughs> no, Marmite, Brooke. What the fuck? <laughs> the same thing. I mean, it was a lot of. An addict is an addict. There was a lot of emphasis on having a friend, though, wasn't there? From him in particular, saying, I had this one friend. This one friend did it all for me, this one friend. So I'm intrigued to see if we ever find out who that friend is. Is Brooke's the sort of person that would probe? Like, she's going to look after Rachel, but is Brooke going to be on the phone to him going, who's this one friend? Do I know this person? You know, that sort of thing. Not that she would, mm-hmm. but... And then it's revealed to be Brian Whitey Durham. <laughs> well, that crossed my mind, because he's not been... If he's not at Lucas's fake shitty wedding that's going to happen in a couple of episodes' time... I'm going to be absolutely <laughs> outraged. Why would you not invite one of the most influential people in your life? So if he's not here, you, I'm going to smash the place up. My own. When place. are you not? You when are you hate. not outraged? Your default is outraged. <laughs> My basic setting is outrage. So angry. <laughs> Prostate's constantly tense. Hi-ya. Just relax. <laughs> okay, Whitney. What's your favorite mm-hmm. song of the episode? There were songs in this episode. <laughs> you can <laughs> go with John. You can go with John Nordstrom. We allow it if you were right. Okay. Okay, I'll go with that one. Good choice. <laughs> and then last, but not least, is the precious precious rating. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? It increased by like one. Ooh. Dom's going to count you in. It will be just you, but we will make note mentally and we will take that into the final debate. Yeah. So your rating on three, Whitney, is one, two, three, nine. <gasps> Nine. Wow. A nine. Big episode. Big rating. Would you give us some reasoning why a nine? So you were at an eight, you've gone up to a nine. What we got? 
Well, the Owen Brooke Rachel scenario was eh, so I was kind of at an eight, and then the Dan parole hearing stuff kind of bumped it up to a nine, and his acting was fantastic. And then the whole Haley Nathan scenario bumped it up even more. Was it when you saw Jamie drowning? You were like, can I go to a 10? (laughs) Yeah. I got to go to a nine. (laughs) Because he survived. (laughs) He survived. You saw him breathing. You were like, no, it's not a 10. Okay. I'm sorry. That's too far. Got to give it a nine. That's too far. I'm playing around. I'm joking around. I'm trying to make Dom laugh. Okay. I take it back. I take it back. Do I need to edit that out? Was it too much? No, No, it was a joke. Take it back. Okay. (laughs) Well, Whitney, we'll take that into the final debate. It is a pleasure, as always, to spend time with you for your insight and to have a laugh with you. We look forward to you telling us how you enjoy the pizza that we have suggested, and we'll be personally insulted if you do not eat it or order it or have it. Okay. Dom? It's great to have you on, Whitney. Thank you so much for for joining us. Um, Great insight as always. And yeah, thank you for changing your episode as well, because I know you wanted to be on the last one. At least you got to mention it uh, a little bit. But Nice to be here. Always always a pleasure. Good to have you. Appreciate you. Are we going to see you for the watch along? Yes. I love the next episode, so I wouldn't miss it. Let's go. We'll see you in an hour then. Appreciate you. Thanks, Whitney. Sounds good. Bye. 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 Dominic. Yes, mate. What if I told you Whitney's left? You know that. You can't see her on the screen anymore. But what if I told you someone else was entering the chat? Oh, who is it going to be? What if I told you she's from down under? She is a motherfucking legend. Say it, Dom. Motherfucking legend. Gangster. I'm talking gangster, not just of right now, past, present, future. She's like the ghost of Christmas past all wrapped into one. Of all time. All time gangster. Scary. You know Suge Knight? You know Ned Kelly? (laughs) You know John Gotti? I've run out of famous Australians. (laughs) Oh, we're doing Australians. We're just doing gangsters. (laughs) Okay. Kylie Minogue. Danny Minogue. Is there any other Minogue? Jason Donovan. parents. (laughs) I'm talking about cat, cat. If you ever, ever miss a watch along, not just one, we're cancelling the whole podcast. We're putting the back catalog off. We're burning up the hard drives, and no one will ever know it even existed. How are you? Welcome. Hello. That that was an intro, <laughs> and absolutely no pressure that the whole podcast rests on my shoulders as well as yours. <laughs> That's how much we love you. That's that's the value you have and bring to this podcast, Kat. Well, that, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Just don't mess it up. <laughs> oh, gosh. One day you'll oversleep because you have to wake up at crazy early in the morning. And you'll yeah. miss it and you'll just go, oh, okay, let me check my podcast fee. Oh, my God, gone. It's gone. It's just gone. Disintegrate. You know, like Mission Impossible when the message self-destructs. That'll be it. Exactly. Yep, yep. Everyone will be saying, no, we've got to keep the watch along going just in case Cat shows up. 
And Simon's just like, no, no, I need to end it. I need to burn it to, to the ground. Do you have any idea how many messages we'll get from Paul Johansson? He'll be so distraught. So distraught. Oh, I bet he will. I bet he will. I'll be like, Paul, I can't watch films with you on a Saturday evening anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's over because of Kat. She lives out. <laughs> this address dot 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 go <laughs> and what would he say Dom what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> well Kat you're here you're back how how are you you good yeah not too bad how are you guys <laughs> the classic it's the classic cat response I'm good how are you Dom uh, I'm also good Kat thank you so much for joining us on your Wednesday morning you normally join us on your Thursday morning uh, but because of schedule changes and accommodating others, shall we say, you're a superstar and you changed your morning. So sorry if it's messed up your rest of your day or your week, but appreciate the, the change. You're an absolute superstar. Oh, you're welcome. Well, we always forget to ask the whoever is on second or third spot, Raven, the Dom's band questions. Ooh. So Dom would like to ask you a couple questions, please. So me and Simon have answered these. I can give you my answers if you would like them. But if you were to start a band with any of the main characters, <laughs> maximum of two, who would it be? I'm going to go to the Dom style and go to the episode. And I'm just going to have Rachel and Nanny Carey up there. Because they're just going to destroy each other. You know, one of them will get a lyric wrong, one of them will get the music instrument wrong, and they will just battle lines drawn and they'll just destroy each other on stage. Excellent. It's like the Spice Girls. I like it. What would your... <laughs> they all secretly hate each other. Oh, definitely. What would your band name be? i just call them the Raging Bitches. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. And uh, if you... Uh, if Peyton was your manager and organising your rider, what one thing would you demand at each gig? I'm going to have to have a Dom hoodie so that I can be there watching and turtle, do the Dom <laughs> turtle nice. when they destroy each other on stage. <laughs> I like that. See that, and that's that's information only for hardcore ravens that come to the watch alongs or watch the. Uh, the videos back so we know it's not possible for everyone to make the watch alongs these rules don't apply to you obviously cat but you know we know that some people can't make it and but you do have access to watch the videos and you'll know that when something awkward's happening or something dom doesn't want to see or nanny carries biting a lip or anything like that dom will literally turtle into his hoodie he's wearing a t-shirt right now i assume he will put a hoodie on for the watch along am i right yeah, correct i will have a costume change ready to go for the watch along <laughs> and if you are interested in getting a hoodie to turtle <laughs> while you watch please check out the show notes for some great designs but hey cat before we go any further i forgot to do this so please help us in welcoming a new raven Ooh. let's go I mean, they're coming in at the Junior Varsity Bush League, but that's okay. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. And they have. 
that have started and we're so grateful it always makes it sound like we're not grateful we really really are thank you so much welcome to the team dom it's erica well i saw this name in the patreon comments when we were doing the drama queens episode and i'm so glad that this person has made it to the team because I, I, I don't think the junior varsity team can handle anything without them. We need yeah. them. They have to be yeah. there. They're starting every game without fail. Wouldn't you agree, Kat? Yep, absolutely. Simon? I mean, Erica, you were playing so well. There might be a spot in varsity for you, but only when you're ready to make that commitment. you got to <laughs> work up to that Hall of Fame. But Erica... You just became a rage. Welcome. 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 Good job. Good to have you on Good board. Job. Sweat towels in the mail. Cat, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is crazy. Um, you chose to cover it. Um, is this a particular favourite of yours? I think I did choose it because it is crazy. <laughs> it's just got it's got several really strong storylines. I know Dom doesn't like Rachel, but Rachel come back. It, it's <laughs> agreeing. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's a really strong storyline with Rachel being back. Naily's marriage, woes, you know, the Nanny Kerry Janie of it all. Um, and then you got your Dan and Parole. And, you know, the, the Q stuff, there's only a couple of scenes, but you kind of get the point of it and the, Peyton stuff is meh, whatever, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to talk about? We've spoken in parts about Nathan and Haley, um, and we've spoken a bit about Dan and Lucas. We haven't even touched, and we can come back to that so you can, you know, get throw your two cents in. But we we. We haven't touched Brooke and Owen and Rachel. Um, so maybe could could we start there and hear your thoughts on... First on Owen as a character and then your thoughts of Rachel's re-emergence and then we'll go into Dom's inevitable, long and very angry rant. <laughs> that that That's why I chose this episode. I knew he was going to go on a rant. I wanted to be here to hear it first. <laughs> but, I mean, Owen is look, a decent enough guy. You know, we get a li- little bit of his backstory here that he was an addict and, you know, he's challenging that status by being a bartender and not drinking behind the bar. Mm. But I don't know, he's just kind of, he's there you know, and Brooks all over him, which is uncomfortable. But yeah, he's just he's just kind of there. And what about <laughs> Rachel's return? Yeah, I mean, I, I am I am a fan of Rachel more because of the drama that she brings. She's crazy. She's insane. But the drama that she brings is always epic. Uh, that, that's why. That's why. That's, that's just the type of character that I love on a TV, TV show. 
Bring me the drama. <laughs> yeah. You're a drama queen, you could say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, yeah, Rachel brings that. So, you know, I mean, her storyline of coming back and that she's overdosed and nearly dying is a bit of a sad, sad side to that. But, you know, whether or not Brooke will persist in trying to be the one to solve her problems, get her, get her clean remains to be seen. But yeah, like I'm, I'm glad that they did bring her back, that they didn't just leave her exiting season four, never to be seen again. Okay. Don wishes that. <laughs> well, dare we find out. Let's remove his ball gag. Let's undo the furry handcuffs. Let's unzip the latex and let's release him. Dom, your thoughts? Into the wild. <laughs> well, I have to oh say, boy. I was totally shocked and surprised that those feet belonged to Rachel. What a place to start. <laughs> I really thought maybe, um, uh, what's her face? Solaris? Solero, oh, yeah. Stevie Wonder, one of them. Um, she fell off the pony. Yeah, that she would have like fallen off the wagon. It would have been, you know, a good point to reintroduce her because she was actually a model. And I know that Rachel did that one sort of glamour thing, Miss Teen Tree Hill or whatever. I don't know what she did. But Maxim. Yeah, that one. She was in that. And um, it, it's, it doesn't really give the right... She's not the right sort of model for what Brooke has been, you know, claiming this whole time necessarily. Um, but, you know, okay, let's let's see past that. She gave her an opportunity uh, and things went wrong and things kept going wrong. So she had to, to fire her. I think business decision, it's tough to do that. So I, I actually think it would have been much more interesting if Solaris, who was pictured in the, the last episode... Uh, at the back of the magazine would have made some sort of reappearance was still struggling with drugs had fallen into that world really really deeply um and had worked for brooke before and they'd you know sort of rekindled something over that four-year gap um and i think that would have been better for me i cannot stand rachel i absolutely despise her as a character i think she's dreadful i think she does bring back a lot of drama and a lot of nonsense which fine we need drama and stuff like that but we get enough of that without her you know we've got a Peyton. we have a nathan we have a, a lucas and Lindsay situation we've got a dan scott we do not need a rachel there's enough rachels in this world Adding one more is not is not good for us. Owen, having like just insight, uh, uh, like and and saving her. What a great guy! Great job, well done. But you know, like I said before, it's easier to explain a dead body than why you're trying to dispose of drugs. I think. So just call the police and say there's a body in my apartment and they're not meant to be here. There's a, there's some sort of squatter that has absolutely no right to be here. Um, can you come and? peel them off the carpet um but that doesn't happen no they save her and i unfortunately think that brooke is going to invest a lot of time now with rachel so rachel's going to stick around like a bad smell <laughs> and you know about that a lot recently <laughs> you do not because of me but 
that sounds ominous, but I can't go into it. But there's something about smells. We have a smelly that friend. Really, we have a smelly friend. We have a smelly mutual friend. He's not going to listen to this, is he? No. Yeah, we have a smelly friend that's been smelling up Dom's car. Yeah. So Dom had to have a word with him the other day and say, <laughs> "Hey, you smell." But you know, we're 35, so he had to look a 35 year old man in the eye and say, "Hey, man, you stink." <laughs> But anyway, two twos. Um, once when I was at uni, first year, and uh, was at this like it wasn't like a prom. I don't know what it was, something, and uh, got really drunk and went back to the halls. And I was friends with these guys, friends, you know, just people I knew around, and uh, they were smoking weed in there in their room and as I like walked past I was like hey what's going on they're like yeah good come in come in come in I like climb through the window and um remember I'm like like 19 okay and uh they're like do you want a bong hit do you want a bong hit I'm like yeah 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 bong hit bong hit I, I hit the bong and uh I stand up and I just collapse unconscious and fall backwards into through a wardrobe Ooh. through a wardrobe that's the last thing i remember the next thing i remember they're holding me in the same position as they're holding rachel underneath a shower to try and wake me up i obviously must have woken up enough to be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> the next thing i know i just wake up it's the next morning and i'm just on the floor of my uni room like face down on the carpet i don't i'm assuming they must have put me in my bed who knows and just my my items are just like neatly placed next to me like my phone and my wallet and my keys that was it so i mean so i've been through it i mean it's different i i hit a bong i didn't you know i wasn't overdosing on heroin or whatever um but these things can happen am i right cat I guess I can. If they, like, I've, ne- I've never been through been through that. But they, so now they, you're better than me, Cap. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> I'm joking. Never. I'm joking. No, I mean, but I mean, we've spoken about this before, Dom. Right? Like, you've had. I mean, this is very different. This isn't the same as you know, being overdosing on drugs. But you didn't you have a moment where you like. Uh, you stood up from a table or something but you were like so drunk you didn't realize and like your legs had gone or something isn't this right no <laughs> wait wasn't there something you'd been drink you were drinking at like a house at like a uni house or something and then you stood up and then it all hit you and then you oh no? yeah 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 i'd had two bottles of wine as well as like that's it a there shit we go. Of strongbow which is just horrendous and it wasn't until the last glass that i i like i necked it and then felt oh okay that's not good and i got up to leave and, and i couldn't walk down the stairs i was holding both banisters that i couldn't quite reach on either side because they're, they're actually quite far apart and I'm like holding on desperately uh, trying to negotiate some stairs um, and they only lived on the first floor and that must have taken me about half an hour to get down <laughs> like the smallest flight of stairs ever um, but yeah it was but, you, but you've nice. never blacked out drunk um, I've no never blacked out I've only lost my sort of memory of what happened 
like once or twice. The one time when I was in Latvia on the last the night door there, incident. and I, yeah, I smashed through a door and just went back to bed. I, I couldn't again. I couldn't find the room sober. How the fuck I found it drunk, and people didn't know where I'd gone. And then they they came back to the room, and I was in there. I didn't have a key. I just broke in the door in and just got in. Your foot was the key. Yeah, that's how safe the hotel was. <laughs> but yes, I, I haven't had anyone showering me um, unexpectedly uh, and slapping me repeatedly in the face. That was probably the, the best bit of the episode, actually. It's just watching <laughs> Rachel get whacked by a... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it was on par with Jamie in the pool. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, Kat, have you ever blacked out drunk? Uh, once, yeah, I did. Come on, um, you're Australian. <laughs> That's not stereotype, Bill, so come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was at a friend's party and I didn't really know very many people and... You drunk like, your uh, way through it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, actually, I actually do question whether or not my, one of my drinks was spiked because oh, I don't remember. funny. No, I, I don't remember drinking very much at all. And then the next thing I know, I was in, I was, you know, they, they, they were putting, in, putting me in someone's bed and I was just like, yeah, I'm mm. not staying here the night. And I think I, yeah, woke, woke up in the middle of the night going, yeah, I'm not staying here the night. Smart. On my own in a, in a random person's bed and, yeah. Um, yeah, walked out of the house and then I realised that they had a security fence around their apartment block that I couldn't open. Mm. So... Drunken me had to climb the security fence to, to oh, get God. out. And I found my way to my car, and I and I am happy to report I slept in my car. Nice. I did not drive nice. my car. <laughs> <laughs> I felt safer sleeping in my car on the street than than a friend's than a friend's place. That you yeah. Know. Yeah, I did, you know, I, I knew I knew one person and a couple of her close friends, but I didn't know them well enough to go. Yeah, and there was also in the back of my mind going, "What just happened?" Because there was no way I'd drunken that much. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Yeah, super scary. Well, yeah. at least it was okay, and you you know made good choices within that moment. You know. Jumped a fence, jumping. <laughs> I mean that. I mean <laughs> you did what you had that. to do. We were, yeah, you did what you had to do. You did what you had to do. Well, okay. Well, let's let's. I'm glad it all worked out. Let's let's bring it back round to. Um, so Rachel ends up. She's Brooke saying, "I'll put you in rehab. I'll pay for it, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But no, Rachel was coming mm-hmm. back with Brooke because she needs a friend, which as Dom, you said earlier, was kind of foreshadowed or seeded in from Owen. So do you have a Rachel prediction, Dom? Like, frustratingly, I think she's going to linger for a bit. Um, I also think that not taking her to rehab may be a bad idea and is probably setting us up for 
Owen saying to Brooke, why the hell didn't you take her to rehab? You know, she's going to say these things. She's going to say she she doesn't want to be lonely and she doesn't want to be on her own. And But Brooke has made a commitment to, to stay with her, but you can't, she can't be with her all the time. They can't be with her 24-7. So there's going to be gaps, I think, where um, Rachel will then go sniffing out for some more drugs and, and getting herself into trouble. So I think it's going to, bring that drama that Kat loves so much and, and bring that element of disaster uh, back, potentially back to, to Tree Hill. Um, so, yeah, I kind of think Rachel should have been put into rehab and maybe it'll take Owen to say again, um, you need to be the friend that, that I had again uh, and get, get him into rehab. Uh, Kat, I was saying I have a theory that the... the the highlight of the friend is potentially going to be someone we know. It would be fantastic if it was Whitey, but uh, I'd be very surprised because Owen is about a third of his age. So, yes, very strange. Maybe his Whitey's son. Ooh, that would be interesting. That would be really interesting. I think they'd know, wouldn't they? It would have been mentioned. He's never, ever mentioned a son. He would have gone to drugs because he felt about he was abandoned by his dad. And Camilla. No, wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. But why he never knew Camilla hid it from him? What, that they had a son? <laughs> yeah. yeah, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> why he was, t- was too busy coaching basketball? He didn't have time for anything else. He didn't realise his wife was pregnant. Come well, on. I know none of this is true because you wouldn't mention it. Well, that's what Camilla thought. She <laughs> thought he wouldn't be a good dad. He didn't have enough time. So that's what happened. And then uh, when Owen found out that Camilla had been hiding him from Whitey, then Owen killed Camilla. Right. Both of Maybe you like need to go causes. wash your mouth out with soap because you're speaking bad about Whitey. Uh, you, you, you're shit talking him and I will not have it. I will not stand for it. So angry. Cam, I'm so sorry for Dom's anger. Um, we're trying to get him to speak to someone he refuses I keep saying you need to go to anger management he keeps saying he just needs a friend you know but (laughs) I can't be with him 24-7 cat okay he won't let me lick his face and give him pizza I'm trying and he won't you'll get that from you'll see when you listen back but yeah you'll understand just let him loose (laughs) okay so, uh, what's underneath the bro, the clothes, Britt Davis? Yep, yep, yep. We haven't really talked about Q, Quentin. Uh, how do you feel about him, Cat? This as a character in general. Yeah, he's he's at that point that that turning point as a character that you know maybe he's going to come good, but then the decision that he makes in this episode is ridiculous teenage boy decision-making. Um, you know, clearly he, he he just at the end of the episode, he rips off his cast and seems to think that missing games, you know, is going to stop him from winning a championship, stop him from getting into college. But playing with a broken hand, can he do that? Can anyone do that and do it successfully? <laughs> I'm so childish. All that's going through my head is like how to link it with that. 
He has not taken his cast off for anything to do with basketball. It's actually, it's actually that he just need. I'm not even going to go any further, but I'm sure you can connect the dots. But yep. Dom, you're so childish. You need to grow up. I didn't even say I'm serious. No, no, you were sending me them thoughts, and I, I've had enough of it. To be honest, I'm trying to live an adult life. Grow up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> what do you think, Dom? Are you warming up to Q? Famously, you were not a fan of him or of the acting. Are they, you know, warming to on you now? I think since he's been toned down a bit as a character, he's a bit better um, and a little bit more relatable. Uh, the acting's still not brilliant. Um, maybe he'll grow into that. I'm not sure. Um, he did have that scene with the doctor, but just the just the interactions. I actually thought the, the doctor kind of outperforms him a little bit. Um, but you know, and, and Lucas with his sullen kind of attitude still, and holding his hand and poking certain bits, is like, okay, we'll get a doctor to check it out. You know, uh, I've been saying, Kat, that pretty much for season five that Lucas's reactions to everything have been exactly the same. You know, the way he talked to to the team was exactly the way he talked to. Dan's parole hearing is the way he talks to everyone, you know, almost on a one-to-one basis. So it just yeah. feels very like Lucas can't change the way he is um, for different people. Um, and it's a little bit dull. But Q, I think Q's storyline is quite interesting. I actually think the conversation with between Q and Nathan is a really good one because Nathan yes. says, I wish I'd taken the time to appreciate this more, appreciate the time I was in, appreciate the wins, appreciate the records and stuff and, and really like drink it in a bit and let that sink in and, and, and feel it. But I think if Q hadn't have been hiding his cast under his jacket, Nathan would have tailored that conversation differently and said, you know what? It's not the be all and end all. Look at my life. Look at what's changed. But you know what? In six to eight weeks, your hand will be okay again. You know, maybe a little bit of um, physio after you remove the cast and then get back playing. And there's enough games in the season for you to impress. I mean, look at um, skills. Skills played about four games (laughs) for the Ravens (laughs) and got a scholarship. So, you know, he's a perfect example to go by uh, and I actually think Nathan's conversation would have been a lot better had he known about about the cast but he's gone and done you know I think a quite typical teenage thing in that I want something so bad you know it doesn't matter how hurt I am now because you know it, it will heal eventually I guess and I can live through the pain for now but yeah I guess it's all about minutes making something of himself going on to that next level um, so yeah it's interesting. It's, it's, it is an interesting storyline. It's just not brilliantly performed, sadly. So am I right in thinking that we've actually now spoken about everyone so we could loop back and get Kat's thoughts on the other storylines? Or is there anyone we haven't spoken about? Peyton. We did Peyton. Peyton. Done them all then. Yeah. Okay, so Kat, free choice. <laughs> It's golden time in school. You can choose the activity. Who do you, who do you want to talk about? Oh, let's let's get through Peyton again. <laughs> Just I don't. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, what what you guys said, but yeah, her storyline was just a bit whatever. Yay! Let's give her a win against her old boss. 
because she was horrible the previous episode. We need to give her some kind of a win this time. And at least the best part was that there was no Lindsay Lucas Payton anything this episode. Yeah. So I think that I think not having that crap in this episode brings it up by at least a point. <laughs> <laughs> you made a really good point on Patreon about the last episode in yeah. that they were trying to well you well you say it, I don't want to butcher your words, but what you were yes. saying about um yeah, so villainizing, there, yeah. Yeah, so there, there's no defense of what Peyton was like to Lindsay. There's absolutely none. But what it was was it's a narrative mechanism to go, we've got a love triangle. We can't have 99% of people wanting Peyton with Lucas and maybe the only people wanting Lindsay with Lucas would probably be the Brucus fans going, well, if Brooke can't have him, then Peyton, we don't want, we want anyone but Peyton. And it's a mechanism where they go, where they they find a way to go, you know what, there's something good about Lindsay. Let's highlight the good. But that's what, what normal shows would do. They would highlight the good in, in Lindsay rather than highlighting the absolute worst in Peyton. That's where they got it wrong. So, yeah, it's... It's 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 about the love tri- triangle. It's about dragging it out. It's about giving more more length to it by going. You know what, Lindsay's not bad. She's a good person. Here's why. But they did it the wrong way by making Peyton horrible rather than elevating Lindsay. Well said, brilliant. Said. Yeah. So, do you think Lindsay for this? So, for this season, had we. Like, do you think Lindsay is necessary or do you think there's a reality um, or a version of One Tree Hill where um, Lucas would be doing what he's doing, he's written his novel and he's continuing to to coach basketball? Is there a reality where Peyton could have come back, Lindsay doesn't exist and they continue or does, they ha- does there have to be that element of drama for them to really find each other? Because it seems that when it's good, it's not good. So when it's bad, it, it's kind of better for them in a weird way. Yeah, I mean that's that's what that's what I'm questioning on on this rewatch. This is the first time that I've been full team. Lindsay deserves better. You know, in other rewatches, other times I've been like, yes, I would like Peyton and Lucas back together, but this time it's more about they're going about it the wrong way. They're not making me as a viewer want Lucas and Peyton together because they are just so horrible with the secret chats, with the secret kissing and and then yeah, and then Peyton being absolutely horrendous. So one tree It's Hill, not making me it's it's not making me want want them back together. So they're, they're kind of villainizing both of them so much to the point that it's like Maybe we'll get to the point where we go, well, you're perfect for each other because you're both assholes. <laughs> Maybe you're that's as bad it. As each other. Yeah, you're you're such a shit. You're such shit human beings that you might as well be together because we fucking hate you, Lindsay. Go and live your life somewhere yeah. else because this lot aren't worth it. You know, you're better off doing whatever you're doing in New York or wherever you're from. Yeah. 
There you and go. Lindsay deserves better. Lindsay, Lindsay and Owen as a pairing would be I better than fucking anyone else. I was literally about to say that. Yeah. I was literally about to say that. And they both look more grown up. They both, they look like they would match sort of like age wise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's rewrite right. it. Rewrite season five. Okay. Rewrite all of it. <laughs> <laughs> that Topsy Turvy episode is gone. <laughs> Well, okay, okay. Well, Kat, great points, amazing. I loved it. Um, what's your thoughts on the Nanny Kerry Nathan Haley situation? I mean, she's just completely and utterly bonkers, Nanny Kerry. <laughs> but you know, when you when you have a when you have a you know. Basically, turning Jamie against Haley is just like you, little bitch. But she did it, <laughs> and you just yeah, you know it, it's 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 not good. You know, I am a I am an Haley fan, and them going through these marriage woes is not good. Not good. Reminds me of season two, but this is just a whole other thing and you know I know there's a lot of discussion on you know whether or not Nathan is cheating and I don't think I don't think it qualifies as cheating but he is lying by admission by not telling Haley the full truth especially at the, at the point that she actually asked is there anything else mm. He had his time, he had his moment. And the fact that he wasn't forefront about it in the first place, then she literally asked him and he he didn't take responsibility, accountability. It just makes it even more shady. So you get why Haley would react in that way because it seems super suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's been way over dramatic at, at, at the end with the whole... We're getting divorced. I'm on a divorce, but <laughs> you know, she, yeah. I mean, I, you know, she she was just put through a trauma with Jamie nearly dying on her, um, and I'm sure if he, you know, if, if it was any anything worse than what actually did happen, you know, there would have been a lot of guilt. Haley's the type of character that would have placed a lot of guilt on herself for not watching her son. Where is the fencing around that pool, America? <laughs> what, what what is your what is your rules in regards to fencing and pools? Because <laughs> or a pool alarm. Like we were in uh, in France a few weeks ago, and we had we, there was a pool alarm, so that if anyone went in the pool, then the alarm went off. Like you had to you know <laughs> press the code and whatever to be like we're in the pool now. And when you get out, you press the number again, and then that's it. If any anything makes a splash in the pool then it goes off did you test it it went off a few times when i just forgotten it's not on and I'm just like cannonballing in and stuff <laughs> it was fine it kept us on our toes nice that was what, good what was you going to say Don I could see you was uh, well, I was gonna, you were getting ready I was going to say like Hayley feels guilt but does she ever take blame does she ever receive blame for anything Nate, Nathan pretty much gets 99.9% of the blame for everything even the whole Chris Keller yeah. situation I think Nathan was to blame for it um, so it does uh, I said this when Whitney was on it just feels like if Nathan had been forefront 
and you know, forthright, sorry, and, and upfront with it all, we wouldn't be in this situation anyway. So, you know, Jamie going in the pool and all of that wouldn't, wouldn't have happened necessarily. But it just feels like he had his opportunity to say something. Had he said something, no matter what he'd said, I think she's already in that state of, I don't want to hear it. Enough's enough. Let's move on. Um, but it just feels like he gets blamed for everything. I know he's fucked up a lot of times, but it just feels like even the, the errors in judgment that she's made is his fault with kind of how it feels. I'm not sure. Is that, am I, am I just sticking up for him too much? Maybe. No, I think you've got a point there, you know, cause both of them were in the kitchen yelling and screaming at each other. Both of them were not looking, at, you know, at what their son was doing. And yet Haley blame blames Nathan is it because Nathan suggested that Jamie went outside to play basketball near the pool? Maybe, but they were, they were both there yeah. not paying attention. And I, I, I think like, literally he, he had the perfect opportunity when she said, right, is there anything else? Is there anything else I kind of need to know? And had he said, look, she kissed me. This is what happened. I pushed her away. But like the swimming in the pool thing, I saw her swim in the pool. I confronted her about it the next day and I told her exactly like what I thought. That's unacceptable. She can't do that. Jamie's around. You're around. I'm around. Not good enough. Don't do it again. I thought, you know, we'd kind of put it to bed. Um, and then the same thing for the, the kissing thing. Like it started to get out of hand. I should have told you. I should have said something. I thought I was handling it. I didn't handle it properly you know whatever and have that discussion and let that be the the discussion rather than letting psycho crazy lady who's still got a key and probably several copies walk back into the house and say whatever she wants and convince Haley that you know they're falling in love which isn't true and you know because she's an absolute lunatic um and then she's eventually going to run away with a child that isn't hers that she's going to pretend is they'll be in Canada before you know it wow or Mexico What's closest? I was going to say, you chose, chose Canada. Okay, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. You know, there's borders. They both got borders. <laughs> yeah. There's options. There's, there's options. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Mexico's surely closer. But, you know, Canada. But, you know, would you, would you go for the, the long option? Because people would expect you to go the short option to Mexico. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Maybe she can't speak Spanish. Yeah, but she. But then stupidly, she ends up in the French part of Canada. She doesn't speak French either. She really doesn't think it through. She was too busy just biting her lip off. It's and th- there's no, there's no way that Nanny Carey could ever pass off as Canadian and be apologising for something that is her own fault. <laughs> there you the you way are. Canadians do. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Well, shall we shall we move into the the judgment area area? Put your gloves on and your aprons. We're going to move into the judgment area. Uh, and anything we've missed out, then please, you know, do a Craig David and fill us in, cat on the, on those parts. Um, but before we get there, go on, you do it, Don. But when you do it, really put some like velocity into it, passion. I only know, the, know what I'm talking I only know about. The bits I do. Yeah, you want me to say if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and how could you not? Then please, please 
rate, review, subscribe at ravenshoops.net.net.net. <laughs> well, but wait, but wait, but wait. For real, we haven't had a review in ages. How are we supposed to know that we're loved and appreciated if nobody compliments us with five stars and some words? Seriously. And all we do is tell everyone how much we love and appreciate them. So Dom hates hates that phrase. Hate, he hates it when you. people say appreciate. appreciate and I say you. it all the time. Appreciate you. Oh yeah, appreciate <laughs> you. No, I appreciate what you do. I don't appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get ball gags so hard. Tonight. I'm bringing out the metal ball gag. Get the chipping fucking some pizza teeth. first. <laughs> I'm chipping some teeth tonight. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm losing it. Is this where we do basketballs through hoops? Mm-hmm. Or do we do that after? Here? Yeah. It's here? Of course it is. But you have to do it because... It's yeah, the only way course, I know. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> you know why? Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops. <laughs> oh my gosh. But cat, they also <laughs> go through nets. Yeah. Ravenshoops.net. You put an S on the end. We say nets, but it's net. That's not your fault, Cat. We've always done it that way. Because it doesn't flow if you're saying they also go through net. (laughs) (laughs) But it is Ravens. Hoops dot net. Cat, I have to ask you this question first. Do you believe the truth is that these questions go in order? I think they do. But I'm sure there's been at least once that you've messed it up <laughs> more than one and, maybe and everyone's and everyone's just glossed over it there's there's an order maybe now because you're so conscious to do of the it questions. there's an order because you're so conscious of it now it's the only reason previously i think for the first three seasons maybe three and a half there was no order it was just a free-for-all but as soon as it became a conscious thing it's like it's definitely an order appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> barbecue base <laughs> Cat, who was your favourite performer of this episode? I went with Bethany Joy because she does scorned woman very well. She does. <laughs> and you know, yeah, she she had a, she had a lot to go through in this episode. For real, for sure, Dom. I have also gone for Bethany Joy Lenz or whatever her surname is at the time. Um, because I thought she did like the emotional side incredibly well, uh, and that kind of hitting boiling point as well as hitting her low point. So yes, I think she, she had a very sort of up and down episode, uh, as a character and it was conveyed incredibly well by, uh, Bethany Joy Lenz. What about you, young Simon? Three aces, two kings. That's a full house. Because I also thought Bethany Joy Lenz because all of the same reasons. The end. Perfect. Cat, what about your favourite character of the episode? I doubled it up with Haley because, I mean, she got to 
rip Nanny Carey out of the shower and out of the bathroom by her hair. Who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. But <laughs> Haley went through the absolute ring of this episode. <laughs> She did. You're setting up so many childish jokes I know Dom wants to make because he, he needs to grow up, but yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay, good. Good choice. Dom? Um, so I actually picked Owen, uh, not just because he gets to slap Rachel around, um, <laughs> but I actually think he's the only decent character in this episode. Of a, You know, like, Lucas is, is just a a wet blanket uh, and a total melt at the moment. Dan was good, actually. Dan Dan had a good moment, a really sort of heartfelt, I've made mistakes, I want to, you know, make up for it, and I fell in love with this woman, I didn't get to love her, and all of that. That was brilliant. But uh, Nathan, again, bit of a sort of soggy biscuit show, wasn't it? Then Carrie's just an absolute psycho and just pure lunacy. Um, Rachel, I absolutely despise. Brooke is just absolutely dribbling all over Owen and is like a rabbit in headlights. And Owen is the only one who's kind of level-headed, got his head screwed on, dealing with shit, uh, mentions his past, um, and isn't up his own ass. So Owen was my favourite character this episode. And Simon, you're going to comment on the soggy biscuit thing, but we, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just move on. Well, what, who is your favourite character? I wasn't. I was going to let it go. I was going, but now I feel like I have to. Like one was a blanket, the other's a biscuit. Simple. Okay, but it's not like a limp biscuit thing. No. Okay. Don't be that guy. I'm, you're the one that <laughs> said it. Such a child. I'm sorry, cat. I'm sorry, Don, will you apologise to Kat, please, Kat. for your childish inappropriateness? I'm so sorry, Kat. But I apologise. It won't happen again until next week. Yeah, I was going to say, it will. It will. <laughs> we know you. He's always embarrassing me. He's embarrassing me in, in front of company. And I've had enough. Uh, I thought Owen as well, I actually. I liked it when he, like you know, messed his hair up and took his shirt off and was, you know, doing the shakes and then, like, slammed that guy against the the wall and stuff. Unnecessarily oh, broken yeah. mirror. But, yeah. you know, fair enough. Yeah. It was cool. I liked him. Um, yeah, good guy. Cat, what about your favourite background performer? One line or less? I went with, was that the parole hearing? There's a woman sitting next to the guy that's got all the lines and she's just got this big hair energy, you know. She's just <laughs> – she's there. She's in control. You would be, you would be scared of her if, if you walked yeah. into her parole hearing and just big hair. <laughs> she controls people's fates. Yep. You know, she, you know the, guy, the guy next to her might be speaking and deciding Dan's fate. You betcha that woman, she decided the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, she's sliding notes across the table. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Dom? Does it surprise you, Simon, that the person at the front and centre of Offhead picks out big hair energy? Doesn't surprise me. Not at all. But I went for exactly the same background performer. It was standout performance from that background performer. So that's who I went for too. What about you, Simon? I mean, I was just going to say someone from the parole 
board, but I'd like to go with Big Hair Sandra too. I mean, <laughs> She's got Sandra. a name. I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Big Hair Sandra. Okay. What about your favourite line, Kat? I went with Haley's line to Nathan. The best part is you screw the nanny and Jamie ends up hating me. Because mm-hmm. truth. If Nathan had actually been screwing Carrie, but <laughs> Yeah, he's like, come on, I didn't even get to do that. If you're gonna call me that, let me do that. Let me call her back. <laughs> Carrie <laughs> I got a pass. <laughs> Okay, Dom. Uh, best line probably in One Tree Hill so far. Wow. Uh, was Jamie, and he said, I wish Nanny Carrie was my mom." And <laughs> 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 that, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, my I don't God. The amount of messages we'll get. <laughs> I do it just because you get all the hate, not me, <laughs> somehow. But no, I don't mean that. I think Haley is is a great character and just going through like the shittest time. Her husband is a is a bit of a knob. Her son's a pain in the ass, so yeah, it's it's no no wonder why she's an absentee sometimes. But yes, I thought that line was uh quite amusing because we make so many jokes about Haley. So yes. What were your favourite lines, Simon? <laughs> I'm going to go with the what's underneath other clothes, Brooke Davis, because it came into my mind what I said earlier. She's going to turn around and go, who told you about my warts? (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Favourite song, Cap? I just went with the one playing over the end when Jamie was in the pool. Um, So I looked it up and it was um, Best Not to Think About It by Athlete. And um, yeah, exactly the same. Best not to think about it by athlete. And Simon. Who cares? Whatever <laughs> song it was. <laughs> it's like the most important the bit of the show. And we're just like, <laughs> For nah, some people. Nah. I have to say, like, someone had commented about the emo-ness of the music. And I believe it's Tess that said, yeah, yeah, more of it, more of it. I could do with less of B-T. it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, BTT. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, last but not least, I'm talking about the precious, precious rating. Kat, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes, I did. Did it increase, decrease? Let's stay the same. Stay the same. Dom, same question. I've bounced around between two numbers and I'm really sort of struggling to decide which one to go for. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. What about you, Simon? Same question. I had a number before we start <laughs> stretching. I'm not very well, Cap. I'm not feeling very well. I've, but I'm getting through this. I, the, I had a number. It's not that number anymore. <sighs> Up, down. Up. Ooh, okay. We'll say our we'll, <laughs> we'll say our numbers on three. One, two, three, seven, seven. eight. Ooh. So just for clarity, Dom was a seven, Cat was an eight, I was a seven, and then for your information, Cat, Whitney, who was on before you, was a nine. So that's a nine, an eight, and two sevens. Let us begin. 
cat. I think this has been the strongest episode of the season so far. Out the gate. And, you know, the, you know, since the premiere and the whole, oh, my God, we've, we've flashed forward, you get over that drama, and then there's just been a lot of middling. You know, last week's library episode brought it up a bit. This episode had really strong storylines, and it didn't have as many weak storylines like the Peyton, Lucas, Lindsay, whatever. <laughs> okay. Such an eight. <laughs> okay. Dom? Well, do you know what? I, I was bouncing around between six and seven. I wasn't at a seven or eight. I was at six and seven. And I think maybe Kat is right and onto something. This is probably one of the better episodes of the season so far. There was Dan, there's a bit of a cliffhanger there, but I'm pretty certain he's going to get out. Nine, um, episode one was a nine, rated nine. So that's the the highest rating of this season so far. Everything else has been seven or below. Um, but is it higher than a seven? That's the only thing. I think maybe the next episode has potential based on, you know, kind of the, the rest of the storylines finishing up. I think the drama in Nathan and Haley's life is just continuous. It's just always the same. They're never really in a good place. There's always got to be something wrong with those two. Um, I think Dan getting out, potentially getting out, uh, which I think he will, was the most interesting part of the whole episode. And it was the shortest part of the whole episode. And Carrie being a bit of a psycho. The, the drug thing, yeah, not that not that interested. So so can you go to an eight? I think it's a seven. I think Kat needs to come to seven. And we'll make Whitney come to seven as well. We didn't ask Whitney, did we? <laughs> <laughs> we did. I don't, I don't think you're going to bring Whitney down. I'll, I'll find a corner fix for an eight. Kat, because I think you find oh. I can bring anyone down. <laughs> No, I, I think I still stand by this. This has been one of the strongest episodes of the season so far after the after the premiere, and I think it deserves better better than a seven. I think it's better than last week's episode. Simon, what are you thinking? Could, could you go to an eight, and could you convince me? I could, I could go, I could go to an eight. Oh, I think we're unsure if Luna peed or not. Oh, um. <laughs> should we just pretend she has? Take that gamble. We're unsure. She went out and laid for a bit. Oh. So. I mean, I. <laughs> uh, so sorry. Um, it's our real life, though, you know. So yeah, I think I could go to an eight, and I think that there's good drama here, and the Dan stuff was good, Carrie stuff was good in in terms of the drama and everything. I'm happy to go to an eight. So it's just you, Dom. I'm sure Whitney would come down to an eight, and then Cat's obviously already there. So wouldn't you like to make Cat happy and me happy and Whitney happy and maybe the listener? I phrased it wrong. Letting him know that he controls our happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make it a three. Um, 
Okay, I, I think <laughs> actually the episode is really content heavy, which is good. If it was one one continuous storyline, I actually think it would have been really boring. We bounced around quite a bit. The characters got to mix. So, you know, Nathan and Lucas involved with Dan. Lucas then involved with Q. Nathan also involved with Q. And then Haley and Carrie, they're all bouncing around each other. So, okay, I will be willing to begrudgingly go to an eight. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Will you run it in the spreadsheet? Already have, my friend. Already have. Excellent. <laughs> then this one is certified as an eight cat. I mean, we told you all about it in the intro, but you know we love you. Dom will hate me saying it because he hates the phrase, but you know we appreciate you. I think you're probably our most loyal listener. Like, I think you listen to everything that we put out, and I really appreciate that. Um, so yeah thank you so much you're very welcome always a pleasure to have you on cat <laughs> at stupid o'clock in the morning your time uh, which always <laughs> amazes us uh, and is incredibly humbling and wonderful and you're brilliant as always so thank you so much oh thank you well cat here we go he, what do you want him to do here we go do you want him you want him to dance, oh, no. an impression, an accent. He can do it the all. The dancing thing has got to go. No one's asked you. Oh, no, you did the Macarena. I did do the Macarena, yes. Yeah. I don't know if there's any, any dance mo- any dance moves, but... The robot? I, I don't know. You know, we... <laughs> the robot... Boy, you know, you can, you can do your, your ravens when you're doing them in the Mexican wave, something like that. You can do a Mexican wave. Let's, let's Mexican wave out, out, of this, out of this podcast. Nice. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Just normal accent, normal voice, ravens on three. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I never get to be me anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Mexican wave and ravens on three. Are you ready? Wait, wait. Who's going first? Like, what's I'm the gonna go first. order? Yeah. So it'll go, we'll go one, two, three. Then me. Then you, Simon. Then Cap. Can we practice? Let's quick? do a practice. Ready? Perfect. <laughs> this couldn't be I love any. It. It couldn't be any better. <laughs> yeah, and I love that nobody will actually know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We'll put we it know. On Instagram. <laughs> okay. Mexican wave and ravens on three. Ready? One, two, three. Ravens! 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 (laughs) That's my favourite one so far. (laughs) 